Oh, and another thing. I was in the grocery store mm-hmm. earlier right? Uh, today, and there was a couple checking out in front of me, not wearing a mask. I, now, I didn't say anything. I had my mask on. Everybody else had their mask on the whole store. I didn't say anything. I was just letting it fly, and the, uh, the checkout artist, I think that's what they like to be called, <laughs> uh, the, she, the, she was like, oh, do you guys not have masks? And then they started doing their whole rant about yeah. personal liberties sure, and yeah. how it's of course uh, you know of course doesn't shouldn't affect their choice yes um and they were they were ranting. i was like i was hearing it. i was like oh that's a good point so i pulled my lo- my tall dick out and i started peeing i just started peeing right and i didn't pee on them yeah you didn't i peed general around them yeah, yeah, yeah but i guess quote unquote i was splashing their legs and i said well if you had pants on <laughs> This wouldn't be an issue. <laughs> you tell them it was your choice. And they start. Well, then they you? started around. really caring about safety versus personal choice at that point. So hmm. I don't know. Very, it was an interesting day. I think Did you tell them about all the diseases that you have too. Uh, like, no, I just let them guess because that's my, my medical information. I didn't want to give. Oh, that out. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tip, that's HIPAA. Yeah, you can't ask that. Yeah. Don't ask that to him because Sorry. that's HIPAA. Sorry. They even said they were like, look at his tall dick. And I was like, no, it's no, this is HIPAA. HIPAA. You don't look at it. I call that HIPAA. It's my choice to have you not look at my dick. <laughs> Yeah. It's my personal liberty to my, not yeah. look. If you don't want to look, put a blindfold on, pal. That's right. Put the mask over your eyes. Because until then, I'm going to splash your ankles. Sheeple, put the mask over your eyes, huh? We're on to, I think we're on to something. <laughs> we're getting somewhere, guys. A, a mask over your eyes and your dick is what I'm getting and from. horse paste in your mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> Welcome to Another Thing. This is a podcast where we drink, we talk, and everyone wins. I'm Brian. I'm Brendan. And I'm Vargas. And we are drinking some delightful uh, right beer. back. I am actually really enjoying this beer. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, really, it's really, really good. It's from Tallgrass. It's called Key Lime Pie. I was a little worried about it because anytime a, a beer advertises as a dessert, yeah, it's <laughs> right. it can be questionable. But boy, this is really good. Yeah, you got lime chips upstairs. You got lime beer down here. <laughs> I'm just, you know, this, this isn't like it's a time to for me. lime, baby. <laughs> this beer took me a second to like get. Yeah. Like I had to, I had to process it with my mouth a couple of times. I get it. I've been there. Um, cause it's an interesting combination. I mean, it's key lime pie flavored, so it's vanilla and lime, right? Mm-hmm. In a beer, like when I first drank it, I was like, that's a weird flavor. <laughs> but then it's like, okay, yeah. like I get it. Then your next my mouth, sip, you're like, okay, now my I'm, mouth I'm understands it more. I'm also a fan of this beer. Because they clearly took a can for a completely different beer, yeah, and buddy. Put a sticker Did over they it. Ever. <laughs> That's what I go f- when I get beer for the show. I go on taste. What would Brendan and I like? And then I go on design. What would Vargas? Yeah, like? I, I so. really am curious what because like I thought that was just some flavor at the top at first. I thought it was like the key lime. I look think the flavor it. goes all the way through. <laughs> no, it's just <laughs> you work on that. Yeah, throughout the I'm show, just gonna start picking. It. You let us know. I'm yeah, just so start picking. Yeah, <laughs> again, this is tall grass. Um, Delightful brew. We've had them on before. If you hear me picking, just don't even worry about it. No, no. Nobody's going to worry hey, about it. Hey, can you sound weird? <laughs> you know, let's just get a mic for your picking. <laughs> we'll mic up the can peeling sounds. <laughs> oh, it's coming. It's it's happening way sooner than I thought it was going to happen. So what Ooh. beer is this tall grass? Let's do this. Do we think it's a tall grass beer? Because yes. sometimes they're not the same beer. Company. Yeah, it's just a LaCroix can under there. <laughs> I think I think it's a tall grass beer, probably a discontinued one that they didn't have that they had too many cans for. Is it that, or is it like their most pop? Like, is it Buffalo Sweat? I bet it. You know, you know what, what I mean? It might be Buffalo Sweat. It is Wichita Brewing Company Johnny B's Beer Band. 
Isn't that IPA? Isn't that who bought Wichita Brew bought Tallgrass? Yeah, uh-huh. or bought the rights to use Tallgrass uh-huh. beers? Well, so yeah, damn. it's a Wichita Brew company beer. One I've never heard of, and I'd be interested to see what this tastes like. Well, Tallgrass that? slash Wichita Brew Company. If you're if you're hearing us, we'd love for you to send us some send us some beers. Some beers. Uh, we'll give our honest review. And again, this one was delicious. Very our good. Honest review will be informed by how free the beer is, <laughs> <laughs> and this wasn't even free, so. Still, still so take that into account, Tallgrass Wichita Bruco. Just think about it, our buddy friends at Wichita (laughs) Tallgrass. My wife's from Wichita, so I'm so it's my brother. See, there we go. We got a lot of ties to Wichita. He was born in Wichita, Wichita, but he's from St. Louis or Detroit. How do you want to look at it? I Jesus, I guess I don't know <laughs> Wichita. They just drove down to have him in Wichita and then drove back to Detroit. Wichita. Well, they. What? I'm just riffing. I'm just riffing. Yeah, you know, I'm, we just, know. I'm just riffing. <laughs> You're really good at it. Speaking of riffing, what you got? You want me to talk about stuff? Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything major to talk <laughs> All about. Right, moving so, on. So if you guys have stuff, you know, but I just want to really quick touch on Kanye West. Jesus. And mental illness. <laughs> oh. Uh, because no, uh, Kanye, for those of you that don't know, Kanye finally released Donda which is a 27 song epic. You're going with the word epic, huh? Quote unquote. Well, just by virtue of it's an hour and a half long quote unquote dedicated to his mother who is name. Her name was Donda. So it's it's like oh. it's basically for her for his mom, even though I have many issues with this album, <laughs> but it, it it's it's dedicated to his mother, but his mother she passed away in like 2007, I think. So you could say donde esta madre. <laughs> you actually could. <laughs> and he would say heaven um, because Kanye is big into that now. Um, but no, it, it's a it's a baffling album to listen to one because now we're like post Kanye's mental illness breakdowns, uh, MAGA stuff, running for president stuff now. So we're on the opposite side of like Oh, so Kanye's like kind of weird now. You know, Kanye is like in a whole different ball field now. You and I recently went on vacation together. Yeah, we did. Um, so people at this vacation said that he is basically going through one of his manic phases. Yeah, and he, he is. He is a. He is a. He is. Ha, he is a bipolar, like bi- paranoid bi- bipolar. I think he is. Yeah, and he doesn't like the way that. Um, the medication makes him feel and he's like less creative or something. So he, he is a, also an active. I do not take, he's a non-medication person. So which um, our, our uh, parent podcast last podcast on the left, right. Marcus parks often <laughs> says, and is quoted as saying, it's a really good quote. Uh, mental illness is not your fault, but it's Correct. your responsibility. Correct. And he is ignoring his responsibility yes. just so he can make weird fucking albums. So, so yeah, so that's what like, you know, the whole story of um, Kanye, releasing and making this album was the whole thing where he, you know, he, he lived in at the Mercedes Benz stadium in Atlanta and worked on this album and then did a giant listening party. And, uh, you could buy, actually, you could buy tickets to go or to listen to it. And so back at that first one, you could, um, that was whenever the album was supposed to be released for the first time. And then it got delayed at like twice, two or three times. Um, but apparently in that album, one, it was shorter. There weren't as many songs as he did. And also his mom's like voice and presence, quote unquote, was more like interwoven into it. And uh, it, and so and now in the finished product, he's worked on it more in Chicago's um, 
bear, the the Bear Stadium. I can't lo- I can't think of what that Soldier Field, Loser Stadium. Yeah, Loser Stadium. <laughs> He's worked on it more Loser there, stadium. and uh, and apparently from what people talk about, like that, like that first listening part, and the, the second, and third one, he's taken like his mom out of it basically, and so it's it's like a it's baffling to like to to like really grab a hold of and when it's more of like divorced dad Christian energy, like that's kind of what the album is. You know Which what is I mean? The worst energy to have, right? And and then there's this whole thing where. Uh, you know, we're not like a, we're this. We're hot goss in the rap world, but um, but uh, there was a big thing where like there's been several rappers who were left off of it, uh, notably Andre 3000 from Outcast, and he released a statement basically where he was like, yeah, like he's like my mother passed away too, and so when Connie asked me to be on this album for his mom, I went great, that's what I want to do, and then a couple things happened. One, the whole album is clean, like no one cusses on it because it's that's Connie's new thing now after. Um, his la- like God is God is alive, whatever the album that came out a while ago. Did is. the mic pick up my eyes rolling? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, so the whole album is clean, and so Andre Three Thousand says, "Yeah, I, I, it was a very personal like thing that I wrote for my mother, and I cussed in it, and so they took out the entire song out of it." And uh, oh, so there were more songs, yes, than the hour and a half long Correct. album, and then like notable uh, homophobe transphobic asshole the uh, baby um, who at Coachella I think it was or some some uh, concert just like a month or so ago uh, no editors note Brennan is looking at us for confirmation you know of I'm this. looking at my the baby fans <laughs> out here no yeah, yeah baby. my my Coachella fans yeah. <laughs> uh, where, where the baby was on stage and said some horrific things about gay and trans people so at Coachella at, it was at some big outdoor at any outdoor festival Correct. <laughs> where he said this. Okay. 50% of your eye. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And 50 and they were like everyone went wait, but like he had a thing on it and his manager was like, no, <laughs> like, yeah. you're we're not going to have you on this even though and, and all, another big problem I have with this album is that also a uh, Marilyn Manson notable man who is being sued and uh, in court by many women for sexual assault and rape and things like that. He also has written a lot of songs for the album too. And are you trying Brendan? Are you trying to say that Kanye <laughs> is putting on a front and is not the person that he's trying to depict? This is what I'm getting at <laughs> because like again, it's 27 songs long. It's almost two hours long. There are a handful of songs on this thing that are legitimately great, but like in his unfortunate manic state he like went like from all accounts the first listening party like it was way shorter and then whenever he went to chicago he invited marilyn manson to baby and guys like that to be on the album and help him finish it and record it and stuff like that and also took out his mother's presence out of it so you keep saying that what does that mean so like it was like because she was she was like a notable like um therapist or something like a counselor or something like that like so there's not a ghost on the album <laughs> well we don't know that I but like she gave a lot of like well-known speeches in the chicago area and he used her like samples of her voice ah. throughout the album to like give context to like his emotions and things that were happening and he stripped all that out and also not only did he strip all that out there are no female rappers singers on this album which is bananas to me is and it and then he invites people like Marilyn Manson to, to not only be on the album, but to write and be active in writing and producing the album. Let me 
let me i'm and, gonna and, and, and this, i like your point a lot we'll circle back to it but go ahead so what you say well i just your point earlier was really good that's what kind of what i'm i'm curious about i my question is i guess because to me it's not surprising that he doesn't have any women on there it's not surprising that he has shitty people on there because i don't care what you say about kanye's mental illness right and him not taking care of it He's always been a big tool to me. He, he has always been. So none of this is surprising. So I don't know right. why people are like thinking it's weird, I guess. Well, it, it, here's what here's my thing is because I, I do think a part of this is performative. Like what he is doing is a His part of his whole it, life is fucking par- it, it is. But like you go back to before uh, Jesus, uh, which is kind of where I think the turn happened where <laughs> that was his nine inch nails rap album, which I, is it's very good album, but but like before that, whenever he, you know, he had the stretch like for context of Kanye real fast. Uh, Kanye was a well-known writer producer in Chicago, like wrote a ton of Jay-Z songs, Janet Jackson songs uh, before he started doing his own thing with college dropout, uh, late, reg- late registration and then graduation, which to me like that three span like opening so- like CD like albums is just phenomenal. And he's always been, yes, he was a narcissistic asshole. Like that's that's the whole point of like from my beautiful dark twist of fantasy, the song um, uh, uh, Runaway, where he says like, listen, we have to grapple with the fact that I'm a dickhead. I'm an asshole. Deal with it. <laughs> it, it, it. It it just is what it is. And and then reflecting back on like, you know, Kanye in that whole realm of like he was a well-known producer, writer, rapper, things like that. And he was like kind of a tool and a douchebag and things like that. But like he was well liked, like people were like, oh, he's not like the worst person in the world. And then something happened. I don't want to say it was Kim Kardashian, but something (laughs) happened where like he like a switch flipped and he became like this, like just balls to the wall, just performative person. You know, I'm not like a Kanye historian or anything. All right. I have a very surface level knowledge of Kanye's life. I've always thought that Kanye West is what happens when you have a narcissist that gets all of his thoughts about himself realized. Sure. Right. Like totally everybody tells Kanye how great he is and he already thought that he was great. Well, and now he's like, correct. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Whenever you're writing and producing songs for Jay-Z when you're 20 years old. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, why do I? That's the whole reason he wrote College Dropout because yeah. he literally dropped out of college. He's like, what am I doing this for? And then, yeah, then releases three back-to-back albums that are just like out of this world great. And then you get told at 23 years old that you were the next coming of Jesus. Jesus. Right. You know what I mean? Well, and and that's, I mean, mental health stuff aside, like, you, yeah, you have to we're divorcing. For, right. We're divorcing right now on this conversation. But like yeah. anybody who has the absolute testicular fortitude to go on live TV with Mike Myers and just like <laughs> air his thoughts about George the Bush president does not care about black yeah. people. And wasn't it at a telethon at a telethon like a, to raise money for like, I think Hurricane you, Katrina. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I mean. Like right. this dude just thinks in his head for real that he can do no wrong. Right. And everyone agrees with his opinion. Correct. And, and you know, so we've known he was a narcissist for a long while. And now, you know, whatever happened with his mental illness and his noted now, excuse me, in the past few years of him not taking medication for it is creating like a really weird I don't know, just bizarre thing. And, and, and my point is with all this is that 
one please god get help again like i i totally let that marcus parks from last podcast quote about it is not mental illness is not your fault but it, it is something you have to address and deal with right um so one please get help out there and two you know if you're gonna make art let someone edit it please god yeah because for sure again there are some songs on this album that are out of this world great that i'm like god if someone would have just set kanye down in soldier field before he set himself on fire in front of his childhood home what yeah so that was part of the listening party stuff is that it was also like it was not only a listening party in the stadium but it was like a show like a performative performance performing arts thing so at soldier field his original what he did was in the middle of soldier field he created his childhood home with like a with like on a mound of dirt basically in the middle of the field and originally he wanted to set the whole house on fire but Chicago, like soldier field went, no you cannot do that we do that every sunday so so yeah basically hold so, on hold on yeah, go ahead so yeah. then he Ka- kanye built a house yeah you know, I'll, I'll show you after we're done recording i'll show you a picture of it it's bananas and then just wanted to burn, burn it to the burn ground. the whole thing down yes that so, is infuriating so what, art vargas look it up so what he did instead was they put lights in it that made it look like it was you know it's like red and yellow lights that made it look kind of that way you know and yeah. then he stepped outside and i don't know if it's Connie or stuntman but actively sets himself on fire on the front porch of the of the thing and stands there for a little while while the songs are playing and stuff like that uh-huh. and you're like <laughs> is that man <laughs> what okay is, what is happening literally like figuratively and you know <laughs> yeah oh my god uh, but yeah so that that's this whole thing uh basically uh it's a very interesting album and I think there are good songs on it, but I think people out there need help and he needs someone to guide him through. I think the next little bit because <laughs> or boy, a lot of it or a lot of it. Just yeah. take his hand and, and sit him down and I don't oh. want to say put his arms in a some kind of mm, not like a curve. You don't want to restrain him in <laughs> no, a jacket. Not like a no, not a curve. Maybe hold him back in a coat. Maybe not a square jacket. <laughs> If you were to be in a room, it would be padded. (laughs) Would it be padded? Anyway, but that's my Kanye thing. I I just think I I think the whole thing, this whole album, this whole story is very fascinating. It's just so fucking weird, too, that I just wanted to talk about it. What What else? I I love that. What What do you got? What do I got? Yeah. Uh, So news. You got news. (laughs) You always firing (laughs) news. Firing the news. Uh, So recently, a game finally came out that I've been waiting for. Mm -hmm for a long 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 time you were going psycho about it <laughs> i was uh not for <laughs> something it the game t- is psycho not two. <laughs> uh yeah dude that a wild story with that game because yeah. i remember you said something about you bought sam so like for the, for this, christmas yeah. in 2015 <laughs> i f- i backed for my brother and i psychonauts 2 on fig which is like a kickstarter kind of but also in it there's an that, investment I don't think it's point. still around anymore no it's still a website is it really yeah it's still wow. going I, I backed this video game as a sequel to a game psychonauts that he and i played when we were kids and now five years later which is 15 years after the original game came out right psychonauts 2 has finally come out and it's great it is so good. Lived you up guys. to your expectations. It really yeah, the, did. The first Psychonauts was released in 2005. Yeah. And I remember playing it on the PlayStation 2. Yeah. <laughs> we, we had it for Xbox and we played the shit out it of it. It was so much fun. Um, but it, so it's a platformer game, kind of like Mario. Mm-hmm. That's a good tie into our little discussion about mental health, too. Actually, right? yeah, that's that a, the whole point of the game. It yeah. really is. Um, the whole point of the game is you play as this guy, Rasputin. Um, he 
goes to a summer camp and in the sequel he goes to this agency for uh psychic spies basically right. um and the the whole kind of gimmick of the game is you have the ability to enter other people's minds and uh interact with them and basically like help them intrinsically like quote unquote fix their issues like yeah. assist them in that help and them, it's help them deal awesome. with their issues yeah and like each each level is like you raz in their brain bumping around collecting stuff jumping yeah. around platforming and stuff like that while also helping them with their issues and yeah. it's each level is like themed to their issues and Correct. it's awesome it's yeah and it, i mean it's funny and lighthearted but right. there are times when like at the very beginning very start of the game it gives a you know, sometimes they're like, oh, this game has strobe lights and stuff. This game, <laughs> this game has a mental health warning right. where it's like, it says, you know, mental health is a serious thing. This game contains visual depictions of mental health. We're not trying to, you know, belittle it or downplay right, right. it. It's a very serious thing, even though they're portrayed here as lighthearted and sometimes even comedic. Right. Um, but then it gives resources for mental health awareness and stuff. But yeah, there are times when it's like if, if you were to give this game to like a, like a preteen or teen, right. It, it could definitely help somebody like kind of project the feelings that they have right. onto these characters and stuff. I don't know. I, um, I can totally understand that because that's, that's like the whole point of it is that like yeah. Raz like, and that's, that's one thing about, like Raz doesn't go into their brains to like fix it for them. He's there to like assist them in their journey. Yeah, he and helps like, everybody correct. sort their own stuff. And, out. and it's and it's and it's so much fun because like it, it's it's a, I haven't played the second one yet and I really want to. But I remember that the first game was was fascinating in that whole idea of like it it actually lets you like like understand feelings and like ways to like get like through to them. You know right. what I mean? Because as well one as young boys communication was probably hard for all of us. You know, yeah. we had a lot of feelings that were like, well, I don't know what to do with all this, you know? Yeah, and that was a game that was like of, of very few like it that actually addressed that head on of like, hey, you know, it, it's okay to talk about these things and and work on them right together, you know? Yeah, and that's that's awesome. There's one great example of a level and you go inside this guy's head. And he's kind of been like alone for a while mm -hmm. self isolating. Um, and his brain, you land in there and it's just a single island with just him on it. <laughs> and as you progress, you kind of uncover his memories of different people. Right. And you plant seeds of those people on his island. And he like kind of slowly comes out of his shells and realizes that like, oh, these memories contained bad stuff, but there's also good in the bad right, and right. I don't need to like repress my memories anymore. Oh yeah, for sure. You just like deal with it and move on. And you can reconnect with these people, even though there are potentially like some rough conversations that have to happen <laughs> or, but I don't know. Nah, it, just shut down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a, it's a very cool game. Um, I recommend it to anybody. It's, right. it's out there on Xbox, uh, PS4 PC, right? I'm hoping everybody buys it so we don't have to wait another 15 years for Psychonauts yeah. 3. I mean yeah. that, that whole story of like the first game, because the first game was, um, published by, uh, a default. It's not. It doesn't exist anymore. Like the company that does. So like the rights went bananas. Yeah. And then Double Fine, Tim Double Schafer's Fine's the developer. Company, yeah. They, they tried to like get the whole rights back. Right. And then after 2015, once they launched that campaign, they yeah. got bought out by Microsoft. Yes. So they're a Microsoft studio now, but they still like basically promised 
a whole bunch of people, yeah. me and my brother included, <laughs> the Vargas brothers, that, that we were going to get PlayStation copies. So they had to make sure and develop right. PC and PlayStation in right. addition to the Xbox. It, it's a wild ride. Right. Um, and, and the first game, too, like, unfortunately, it, I mean, because how do you get the elevator pitch? of psychonauts right. and like everyone be like yeah great i'm on board with that you know yeah it's it's mario but you go into people's head yeah what and it's <laughs> like uh i'm fine i'm gonna go play tomb raider you know it's like yeah. i'm gonna play something else um and yeah so it unfortunately wasn't a uh commercial success back in 2005 yeah. but had a giant cult like following and hit like after that and i think it was re-released in like 2011 for something and things like that yeah well they re- so, they re-released it on uh xbox 360 and right and PlayStation three. And then it's now on game pass now that, Oh yeah. Now that double fine is an awesome. Xbox studio. So, and double fine has made some awesome games. And then Tim Schaefer, he was a part of like the old Lucas art studios back in the day. He's made a lot of like point and click adventure stuff. Yeah. So. All the monkey Island stuff. Yeah. was him. Um, uh, brutal legend. If yeah. Anybody remembers <laughs> that with Jack black? Yep. Uh, that was him. Um, I think he was one with like the sugar skulls. Uh, Grim Fandango. Grim Fandango. That was yep. Tim Schaefer. That well. was Tim Schaefer. Yeah, yeah, dude. And I'm, I'm, I love double fine has a, there's other great games they have that they've released oh, in, dude, in, in yeah. between this 15 year cycle. The uh, iron brigade was yeah. awesome. Oh yeah. There's one where like your head popped off and like could be other people and stuff. Like, I can't remember what that game was, but that was a ton of fun. Yeah. That came out like 2012 or 13 or something like that. Stubbs the zombie that they, I think they did make Stubbs the zombie, but I think Schaefer was involved in that. I don't yeah. know if it was double. Anyway. Um, yeah. Psychonauts two is super fun. Everybody should go get it. I think it's only 40 bucks or something. Right. Speaking of, of games, I started playing Diablo 3. I don't remember what got me in the mood, but I started playing again with my boy Vargas over here. Pro- probably because you were like, man, I want to play that Diablo 2 remaster. That, I think that maybe <laughs> wasn't it. Uh, and I can't wait for that. And then Diablo 4 after that. But at the same time that I started playing that, I read a little article about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air getting a full-blown reboot. Yeah, and I and I saw that Will Smith announced the new Fresh Prince, but I did not see who it was. Did you see? I who don't it was? remember his name, but yeah, Will Smith already like congratulated him and talked to him and, and you know said everything. And it made okay. Now I know for a fact that there are only so many stories that can be told. <laughs> it's just your variations on you know little things here and there, right? Are you, are, are you about to go through the hero's journey in relation to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Um, not anymore. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> no, no, but. Uh, it just I, I'm not I'm not dissing remakes. Remakes are fun. I just we we get so many of them, and there has not yet been a animated series, a live action series, an animated movie that I'm like a full blown like actually watch this movie right for Diablo. Oh yeah, that would it got rule. me thinking about uh, you boys specifically and myself That's because boring. we play a lot of video games, we mm. read a lot of books, read a lot of comic books, right. Um, comic books are kind of obviously getting their day in the sun right now, which is great. Oh, yeah, I love yeah. It. As far as Substack, TV. baby. Oh, I, don't know, that whole thing. I don't know. I see people talking about it. Dubstack. Dubsticks. That's where the. Oh, is that breakdown. when you like stack up all your comic books? That's why. I, I mean, yeah. No, bro. Should. That's what happens when we get on Apex Legends. We stack up them dubs. <laughs> yeah. Make sure to smash that like button. <laughs> but that got me uh, curious as to you boys. What, and we've talked, I think we dove into this to a little bit on a debate one sure. time, but what is a story from like a video game or like a book or something oh, yeah. that you, again, because there's so many, re, they're like remaking fucking everything. They're like rebooting everything, but totally. there's so many original stories that could be made right. right from a book or a video game or something. So what is like the one story that you wish you could watch animated it or live action? Legitimately was The Last of Us. 
And then now, your wish, baby. Pedro Pascal is going to play Joel in in like the HBO series, which I think is the best way to do it. But my runner up is a hundred percent Red Dead Redemption. I think mm. that is like a a series event, like a mini series, would be phenomenal. It'd Did be you like so Deadwood? Good. Did you ever watch Deadwood? Yeah, Deadwood's awesome. And then the Deadwood movie's coming out. Yeah, sometime, <laughs> almost like the Psychonauts movie, fifteen years yeah, after yeah. it's done <laughs> for real. But no, yeah, I think Red Dead Redemption would be a phenomenal series because. Um, that story of uh, John Martin is just it still sticks with me like now and I think back on playing the second one which is also phenomenal but that game is like one of my favorite games of all time and I think that in a series of some kind would just be uh, would just be so great I, I bet it would adapt yeah, really well I think so Vargas um, I mean I'm comic book boy so yeah I, you know asked me two years ago I probably would have said why the last man <laughs> oh yeah but that's coming out on FX finally. Um, you're again your that's, a, that's another yeah. finally yeah why last man and yeah Moon yeah Knight Moon Knight um, so I'd probably go with um, you know the last series that really hit me was uh, it's called uh, Alex and Ada mm-hmm. um, and I don't think the Luna brothers did it one of them did whatever um, but it's about uh, a guy whose parents order him like a, a robot for his house and it's a lady nice. robot. Yeah, it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and but, it looks like the Jetsons lady robot, right? She was yeah, hot guys, right? She was hot. It, yeah, yeah. No, just me. Yeah. Okay. She had that toaster for a head. <laughs> you remember that wheel? How hot was that wheel? Boy, and that box. It went all the way up. All the way up. <laughs> uh, but so throughout the series, um, he decides that so she has a, a, purposefully limited AI. Right. So like the potential for her AI is, you know, it basically enough to become a person, mm-hmm. but there was this thing in the past and the government said you can only take AI to this level. So it's blocked off this level. Well, he decides to unlock Ada. Oh, he decides to really get her full potential. To illegally yeah. jailbreak his robot. Yeah, so and she really can suck him off and stuff, right? <laughs> I mean, is that part of the programming? It has to be. What? Why are you guys looking at me so weird? <laughs> Let's start with Jetsons again. No, but so yeah, put your, so you, put your script away to get her like AI fully like yeah. realized. Yeah, and that's it's it's one of those movies where like what what makes a person right? right. What it, what is a soul? What does it take to be a human being? Right. What are the implications of it? Oh yeah, because for all intents and purposes, she looks exactly like a person, but she's a robot. Um, it's a, it's a great story. It's a, it's a, it has an end. It's only like right. 15 issues or something. Oh, wow. That's super wild. short. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's one of those, you get to the end and it's kind of like why the last man where you're like, that was just right where it needed to be. Right. You know, like it hit that sweet spot of length and right. content. That's just, that's why it, I mean like red dead redemption about, John Marston in uh, his like the journey because he's a former outlaw cowboy things like that who is put, like tasked with it to get a new life that's dangled in front of him this whole time is for your wife and your children and for you you just got to wrangle up the last of your 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 posse your gang that you were a part of years ago and we'll give you a new life and it's all about his journey collecting you know gathering those guys and journeying across this this land that is now progressing past him you know like that's 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 one of my favorite themes of red dead redemption is that um out trying to outrun your past and the fact that your past will will always be a part of you is i think phenomenal and and again like the way that shit ends blew me the fuck away and i i I will hold that to my to my dying day of like both endings 
technically to that game are just insane. And I yeah. think that would be the most one of the best like cathartic endings and in, in, in a in a series I think would be would be awesome. Is there anything you you think of other than Diablo? Anything else? Well, I wasn't. I actually I don't know that Diablo would transfer well. Well, I think because it's more about I the think imagery like, and like yeah. fucking heavy. Metal I was gonna shit. say I think Diablo would be cool because uh, sure the games have like a story, you know. But I think it'd be awesome to do like almost like an anthology thing, like uh, yeah, like think Creep Show, you know. But like yeah, in hell for <laughs> Diablo, sure. like today we follow the barbarian tomorrow we follow the necromancer then we follow the yeah, wizard that, that would be yeah you Stuff can't like that. don't do the story of the game just yeah right because it's basically just you fight the devil and that's yeah. that's and it's awesome yeah, that's all you need for diablo amazing but for a series i think that would be because i think it'd be cool to have like just make it like an anthology of different stories within diablo hey yeah. hey netflix i'll pitch something <laughs> for you right it's the defenders oh except different classes from diablo <laughs> yeah i like it <laughs> And guess what? We're not associated with Warren Ellis, so yeah, perfect. <laughs> bang, 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 baby. Right. I would do. I I think I was you know obviously the novels I read the D and D novels, but we're getting a oh, lot of D and D content. Joe Manganiello's bringing a Dragonlance movie, right? Um, which is great. We we've already had like an animated animated stuff. Um, Magic the Gathering is getting its own Netflix Mad's thing, its own which mo- movie or series or something. Yeah. Let's talk with Vargas about this on how there are so many fucking storylines in that in that. Oh, card yeah. game mm-hmm. that they had multiple novels they have <laughs> uh like little uh like digital novels basically that you have to sure. keep up so i don't know what storyline they're going for which i'm sure it'll be you know it'll be fun it's animated i think it'll be a lot of fun i think it's uh it's two fedoras both <laughs> they're sitting at a table uh and they pull out their decks of cards and argue about very specific orders that rules take yeah uh it's called it resolves <laughs> Uh, it's going to be a really boring show, a magic, the gathering tale. Uh, but no, I think, uh, for my money, I think if you, if you cut out the first 30 minutes of fallout Two, Oh yeah. Where yeah. you're just a try a, a tribesman in this uh, tribe uh, fallout takes place, obviously post nuclear. Um, but the story and the actual journey of fallout Two, where you learn all these things, um, and it boils down to basically it's still the government fucking everybody over after a, uh, an apocalypse. Um, I think that story specifically in the fallout universe <laughs> is my favorite. Uh, when does that ever happen? And yeah, yeah. We're we're currently we're living not, through that. No, so. no, no. There's not fires out out that's west. That's, and that's, that's flooding. That's down another south. giant theme of Red Dead Redemption is don't trust the government because guess what? They're gonna fuck you over too. Weird. Huh. But I think uh, the government too. also fucks people over in Alex and Ada. So. Weird. Huh. <laughs> but huh. I think that one that one's probably my vote because any any uh, media that's not a video game in the fallout universe, I would just Dude, yeah. gobble right up, but uh, I think, nom, 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 nom. Uh, yeah, because I think, yeah, all all this, the stories of fallout are awesome. And then the universe of fallout is so interesting that like that. I think that would work as another really good anthology, but like yeah. the story of fallout too, I think would be so much fun to, to actually yeah. see. Can you imagine even like you said, an anthology, can you imagine a 10 episode anthology and like each an hour long or something in the right. fallout universe? There's so many stories to tell. Well, yeah, I, I always think of like because in in fallout like there are different factions and like i always like find it's so interesting like the raiders faction um and like having having them like be a faction and you fall them over series and their fall from grace to be like these bloodthirsty awful people i think would be yeah just so cool like because yeah, they stuff like that out, would be so cool they basically started out as survivors they were the Correct. first survivors you're, you're, everyone just is surviving and, and then, then it just turned into like do whatever you have to to survive right. which turned into 
we're just gonna fucking live, baby. Right. We're gonna pillage. We're just and, gonna go for it. Oh, those nerds are getting all the armor over there. Fuck them. Like yep. we're just gonna do our own. Th- we're gonna wear tires on our faces. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So any any story in the Fallout universe, so cool, so cool, would be the best. So uh, let us know what you think of Donda. Let us know where you think Boy. his mother is at. Donda S. Madre. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and did the mic pick up Vargas shaking his head? Uh, yeah, it definitely did. Wow, look at that. Look at Spike. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let us know if you've played Psychonauts 2 or what your favorite Tim Schafer game is. And then let us know what your uh, what IP you'd want to see brought to life yeah. versus remaking a TV show or movie that's already been made. Uh, let us know that. You can tweet us at debates on tap you can follow us on instagram at debates on pictures and you can email us at debates on fans at gmail.com and you um, can compliment brian on how great his sign off is wow i uh you know i've done some podcasts today and <laughs> that was not easy but no, we got through you it. got it you nailed it baby uh, you go you got another remade in america coming out soon speaking of, of remaking stuff oh man greg and i are trying to get uh um infernal affairs done he had and the some, departed and the departed. Yeah, buddy. He had uh, his, his his house flood basically oh, last no. week. So we we're going to record. And Poor guy. Yeah, we're, we're trying to hammer out a time. But yeah, that's the next one. Hoping in the next couple of weeks we'll have it out. Good, good. And if uh, while you're waiting for that, you can listen to the NFL show. Brennan and I right. uh, talk sh- about should have a power rankings start of the season episode coming out. Some I don't know, whenever. Hopefully before the season. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Uh, Let's go it, Browns. Am yeah. I right? Uh, yeah buddy let's go pick the the one team the chiefs play week one. Oh yeah you had 30 options and, or 31 <laughs> options and you picked let's picked go bills i don't uh, know no god, god. cole let's just are we done and if you don't want the nfl <laughs> you can listen to the onslaught every wednesday where oh, Vargas yeah. and i blabber about how much metallica sucks we got any browns on that one uh yeah, yeah probably sure. sweet yeah go somewhere, browns somewhere in there <laughs> thanks for listening bye